Chapter 2 Biological Classification Since the dawn of civilization, there have been many attempts to classify living organisms. It was done instinctively, not using criteria that were scientific, but born out of need to use organisms for our own use, for food, shelter, and clothing. Aristotle was the earliest to attempt a scientific basis for classification. He used simple morphological characters to classify plants into trees, shrubs, and herbs. He also divided animals into two groups, those which had red blood and those did not. In Linnaean's time, two-kingdom system of classification with Plantae and Animalia kingdom was developed that included plants and animals respectively. This system did not distinguish based on the eukaryotes and prokaryotes, unicellular and multicellular organisms, and photosynthetic and non-photosynthetic organisms. Classification of organisms into plants and animals was easily done and was easy to understand but a large number of organisms did not fall into either category. Hence, the two-kingdom classification used for a long time was found inadequate. Besides gross morphology, a need was also felt for including other categories, like cell structure, nature of wall, mode of nutrition, habitat, methods of reproduction, evolutionary relationships, etc. Classification system for living organisms have hence undergone several changes over the, t over the time. Though plant and animal kingdoms have been a constant under all different systems, the understanding of what groups of organisms be included under these kingdoms have been changing. The number and the nature of other kingdoms has also been understood differently by the different scientists over the time. R. H. Whittaker, in 1969, proposed a five-kingdom classification. The kingdoms defined by him were named Monera, Protista, Fungi, Plantae, and Animalia. The main criteria for classification used by him include cell structure, body organization, mode of nutrition, reproduction, structure, phylogenetic relationships. Table 2.1 gives a comparative account on different characteristics of five kingdoms. The three-domain system has also been proposed that divides the kingdom monera into two domains, leaving the remaining eukaryotic kingdoms in the third domain and thereby a six-kingdom classification. You will learn about this system in detail in higher classes. Let us look at this five kingdom classification to understand the issues and considerations that influence the classification system. Earlier classification systems included bacteria, blue-green algae, fungi, mosses, ferns, gymnosperms, and other angiosperms under plants. The character that unified this whole kingdom was all the organisms included had a cell wall in their cells. This placed together groups which were different in other characters. It brought together the prokaryotic bacteria and the blue-green algae with other groups which were eukaryotic. It also grouped together the unicellular organisms and the multicellular ones. Say for example, Chlamydomonas and Spirogyra were placed together under algae. The classification did not differentiate between the heterotrophic group, fungi, and the autotrophic group, green plants, though they had also showed a characteristic difference in their cell wall composition. The fungi had chitin in their walls while the green plants had cellulosic cell wall. When such characteristics were considered, the fungi were placed in a separate kingdom, kingdom fungi. All prokaryotic organisms were grouped together under kingdom monera, and the unicellular eukaryotic organisms were placed in kingdom protista. Kingdom protista has brought together chlamydomonas, chlorella, earlier placed in algae within plants, and both having cell walls, with paramecium and amoeba, which were earlier placed in the animal kingdom, which lacked cell wall. It has put together organisms, which in earlier classifications were placed in different kingdoms. 
This happened because the Cartier flow classification changed. This kind of changes will take place in future too, depending on the improvement of our understanding of characteristics and evolutionary relationships. Over time, an attempt has been made to evolve a classification system which reflects not only on the morphological, physiological and reproductive similarities, but is also phylogenetic, that is, based on the evolutionary relationships. In this chapter, we will study characteristics of Kingdom Monera, Protista and Fungi of the Whitaker system of classifications. The Kingdom Plantae and Animalia, commonly referred to as plant and animal kingdoms respectively, will be dealt separately in chapters 3 and 4. 2.1 Kingdom Monera Bacteria are the sole members of the Kingdom Monera. They are the most abundant microorganisms. Bacteria occur almost everywhere. Hundreds of bacteria are present in a handful of soil. They also live in extreme habitats such as hot springs, deserts, snow and deep oceans where, they f where very few other life forms can survive. Many of them live in or on other organisms as parasites. Bacteria are grouped under four categories based on their shapes. The spherical, coccus, plural for cocci, the rod-shaped bacillus, plural for bacilli, the common-shaped vibrium, vibrio, and the spiral spirillum, plural for spirilla. Though the bacterial structure is very simple, they are very complex in behavior. Compared to many other organisms, bacteria as a group show the most extensive metabolic diversity. Some of the bacteria are autotrophic, that is, they synthesize their own food from inorganic substances. They may be photosynthetic autotrophic or chemosynthetic autotrophic. The vast majority of bacteria are heterotrophs, that is, they depend on other organisms or on dead organic matter for food. 2.1.1 Archaebacteria These bacteria are special since they live in some of the most harsh habitats such as extremely salty areas, halophiles, hot spring, thermoacidophiles, and marshy areas, methanogens. Archaebacteria differ from other bacteria in having a different cell wall structure, and this feature is responsible for their survival in extreme conditions. Methanogens are present in the gut of several ruminant animals, such as cows and buffaloes, and they are responsible for the production of methane biogas from the dung of these animals. 2.2.2 Eubacteria There are thousands of different eubacteria or true bacteria. They are characterized by the presence of rigid cell wall and, if motile, a flagellum. The cyanobacteria, also referred to as blue-green algae, have chlorophyll A, similar to green plants, are photosynthetic autotrophs. The cyanobacteria are unicellular, colonial or filamentous freshwater marine or terrestrial algae. The colonies are generally surrounded by gelatinous sheath. They often form blooms in polluted water bodies. Some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocysts. Example, Nostoc and Anabina. The chemosynthetic autotrophic bacteria oxidize various organic substances such as nitrates, nitrites and ammonia and use the released energy for the AGP production. They play a great role in recycling nutrients like nitrogen, phosphorus, iron and sulfur. Heterotrophic bacteria are the most abundant in nature. The majority are important decomposers. Many of them have a significant impact on human affairs. They are helpful in making curd from milk, production of antibiotics, fixing nitrogen in legume roots, etc. 
Some are pathogens causing damage to human beings, crops, farms, animals and pets. Cholera, typhoid, tetanus, citrus franca are well-known diseases caused by some bacteria. Bacteria reproduce mainly by fission. Sometimes under favorable conditions they produce pores. They also reproduce by a sort of sexual reproduction by adopting a primitive type of DNA transfer from one bacteria to another. The mycoplasma are organisms that are completely lack cell wall. They are the smallest living cells known and can survive without oxygen. Many mycoplasma are pathogenic in animals and plants. 2.2 Kingdom Protista All single-celled eukaryotes are placed under protista, but the boundaries of this kingdom are not well defined. What may be a photosynthetic protistin to one biologist may be a plant to another. In this book, we include chrysophytes, dinoflagellates, euglenoids, slime molds, and protozoans under protista. Members of protista are primarily aquatic. This kingdom forms a link with the others dealing with plants, animals, and fungi. Being eukaryotes, the protistin cell body contains a well-defined nucleus and other membrane-bound organelles. Some have flagella or cilia. Protista reproduce asexually and sexually by a process involving cell fusion and zygote formation. 2.2.1 Chrysophytes This group includes diatoms and golden algae, that is, decimates. They are found in fresh water as well as marine environments. They are microscopic and float passively in the water currents, as plankton. Most of them are photosynthetic. In diatoms, the cell wall of two thin overlapping shells which fit together as in a soap box. The walls are embedded with silica and thus the walls are indestructible. Thus, diatoms have been left behind large amount of cell wall deposits in their habitat. This accumulation over billions of years is referred to as diatomaceous earth. Being gritty, this soil is used in polishing, filtration of oil and syrups. Diatoms are chief producers in the ocean. 2.2.2 Dinoflagellates These organisms are mostly marine and photosynthetic. They appear yellow, green, brown, blue or red depending on the main pigment present in their cells. The cell wall has stiff cellulosic plates on the outer surface. Most of them have two flagella, one lies longitudinally and other transversally in a furrow between the wall plates. Very often, red dinoflagellates, example, goniolax, undergo such rapid multiplication that can make C appear red, that is, red tides. Toxins released by such large numbers may even kill other marine animals such as fishes. 2.2.3 Euglenoids Majority of them are freshwater organisms found in stagnant water. Instead of a cell wall, they have a protein-rich layer called pellicle which makes their body flexible. They have two flagella, a short and a long one. Though they are photosynthetic in the presence of sunlight, when deprived of sunlight, they can behave like heterotrophs by predating on other smaller organisms. Interestingly, the pigments of euglenoids are identical to those present in higher plants. Example, euglena. 2.2.4 Slime Molds Slime molds are saprophytic protists. The body moves along decaying twigs and leaves engulfing organic material. Under suitable conditions, they form an aggregation called plasmodium, which may grow and spread over several feet.
During unfavorable conditions, the plasmodium differentiates and forms fruiting bodies bearing spores at their tips. The spores possess true cell walls. They are extremely resistant and survive for many years, even under adverse conditions. The spores are dispersed by air currents. 2.2.5 Protozoans All protozoans are heterotrophs and live as predators or parasites. They are believed to be primitive relatives of animals. There are four major groups of protozoans. Amoeboid protozoans. These organisms live in fresh water, seawater or moist soil. They move and capture their prey by putting out pseudopodia, that is false feet, as an amoeba, marine forms have silica shells on their surface. Some of them, such as entamoeba, are parasites. Flagellated protozoans. The members of this group are either free-living or parasitic. They have flagella. The parasitic forms cause diseases such as sleeping sickness, example trypanosoma. Ciliated protozoans. These are aquatic, actively moving organisms because of the presence of thousands of cilia. They have a cavity, gullet, that opens to the outside of the cell surface. The coordinated movement of rows and cilia causes the water laden with food to be streeted into the gullet. Example, paramecium. Sporozoans. This includes diverse organisms that have an infectious spore-like stage in their life cycle. The most notorious is plasmodium, malarial parasite, which causes malaria, a disease which has staggering effect on human population. 2.3 Kingdom Fungi The fungi constitute a unique kingdom of heterotrophic organisms. They show a great diversity and morphology and habitat. You must have seen fungi on moist bread and rotten fruits. The common mushroom you eat and toadstools are also fungi. White spots seen on mustard leaves are due to parasitic fungus. Some unicellular fungi, example yeast, are used to make bread and beer. Other fungi cause diseases in plants and animals. Wheat rust causing poxenia is an important example. Some are the sources of antibiotics, example penicillium. Fungi are cosmopolitan and occur in air, water, soil and on animals and plants. They prefer to grow in warm and humid places. Have you ever wondered why we keep food in refrigerator? Yes. It is to prevent food from ongoing bad due to bacterial or fungal infections. With the exception of yeast, which are unicellular, fungi are filamentous. Their body consists of long, slender, thread-like structures called hyphae. The network of hyphae is known as mycelium. Some hyphae are continuous tubes filled with multinucleated cytoplasm. These are called xenocytic hyphae. Others have septae or cross walls in their hyphae. The cell walls of fungi are composed of chitin and polysaccharides. Most fungi are hydrotrophic and absorb soluble organic matter from dead substrates and hence are called saprotrophites. Those that depend on living plants and animals are called parasites. They can also live as symbionts in association with algae as lichens and with roots of higher plants as mycorrhiza. Reproduction in fungi can take place by vegetative means, fragmentation, fission, and budding. Asexual reproduction by its spores, called conidia or sporangiophores or zoospores, and sexual reproduction is by oospores, ascospores, basidiospores. The various spores 
are produced in distinct structures called fruiting bodies. The sexual cycle involves the following three steps. First, fusion of protoplasms between two motile or non-motile gametes called plasmogamy. Two, fusion of two nuclei called karyogamy. Three, meiosis and zygote resulting in haploid spores. When a fungus reproduces sexually, two haploid hyphae of compatible mating types come together and fuse. In some fungi, the fission of two haploid cells immediately results in diploid cells, that is 2N. However, in other fungi, ascomycetes and basidiomycetes, it is an intervening dikaryotic stage, N plus N, that is two nuclei per cell. Occurs such a condition is called dikaryon and the phase is called dikaryophase phase of the fungus. Later, the parental nuclei fuse and the cells become diploid. The fungi from the fruiting bodies, in which reduction division occurs, leading to formation of haploid spores. The morphology of the mycelium mode of spore formation and fruiting bodies form the basis of division of the kingdom into various classes. 2.3.1 Phycomycetes Members of phycomycetes are found in aquatic habitats and on decaying wood in moist and damp places or on obligate parasites and plants. The mycelium is aseptate and xenocytic. Asexual reproduction takes place by zoospores, motile by or by aplanospores, non-motile. These spores are endogenously produced in sporangium. A zygospore is formed by fusion of two gametes. These gametes are similar in morphology that is, isogamous, or dissimilar, anisogamous, or oogamous. Some common examples are mucor, rhizophas, the bread mold mentioned earlier, and albugo, the parasitic fungi, or mustard. 2.3.2 Ascomycetes Commonly known as sac fungi, the ascomycetes are mostly multicellular. Example, penicillium, or rarely unicellular, example, yeast, saccharomyces. They are saprophytic decomposers, parasitic or coprophilus, growing on dung. Mycelium is branched and aseptate. The asexual spores are conidia produced exogenously on the special mycelium called the conidiospores. Conidia on germination produce mycelium. Sexual spores are called ascospores, which are produced endogenously in sac-like asci, singular ascus. These asci are arranged in different types of fruiting bodies called ascocarps. Some examples are aspergillus, claviceps, and neurospora. Neurospora is used extensively in biochemical and genetic work. Many members, like morels and truffles, are edible and are considered as delicacies. 2.3.3 Basidiomycetes Commonly known forms of basidiomycetes are mushrooms, bracket fungi, or puffballs. They grow in soil, on logs and tree stumps, and in living plant bodies as parasites. Example, rust and smuts. The mycelium is branched and septate. The asexual spores are generally not found, but vegetative reproduction by fragmentation is common. The sex organs are absent, but plasmogamy is brought about fusion of two vegetative or somatic cells of different strains or genotypes. The resultant structure is dikaryotic, which ultimately gives rise to basidium. Karyogamy and meiosis take place in the basidium producing four basidiospores. The basidiospores are exogenously produced in the basidium. The basidia are arranged in fruiting bodies called basidiocarps. 
Some common members are agaricus, mushroom, ostilago, smut, and puxenia, rust fungus. 2.3.4. Deuteromycetes. Commonly known as imperfect fungi because only the asexual or vegetative phases of these fungi are known. When the sexual forms of these fungi were discovered, they were moved into classes they rightly belonged to. It is also possible that the asexual and vegetative phases have been given one name and placed under deuteromycetes and the sexual stage another and placed under another class. Later, when the linkages were established, the fungi were correctly identified and moved out of deuteromycetes. One perfect sexual stages of members of deuteromycetes were discovered, they were often moved to ascomycetes and basidiomycetes. The deuteromycetes reproduce only by asexual spores known as conidia. The mycelium is septate and branched. Some members are saprophytes or parasites, while a large number of them are decomposers of litter and help in mineral cycling. Some examples are Alternaria, Colitrichum, and Trichoderma. 2.4 Kingdom Plantae Kingdom Plantae includes all eukaryotic chlorophyll containing organisms, commonly called plants. A few members are partially heterotrophic, such as insectivorous plants or parasites. Bladderwort and Venus flytrap are examples of insectivorous plants, and Cascuta is a parasite. The plant cells have a eukaryotic structure with prominent chloroplasts and cell wall mainly made up of cellulose. You will study the eukaryotic cell structure in detail in Chapter 8. Plantae includes algae, bryophytes, pteridophytes, gymnosperms, and angiosperms. Life cycle of plants has two distinct phases the diploid sporophytic and the haploid gametophytic. The alternate phase with each other, the lengths of the haploid and diploid phases and whether these phases are free-living or dependent on each other vary among different groups in plants. This phenomenon is called alternation of generation. You will study further details of this in Kingdom in Chapter 3. 2.5 Kingdom Animalia this kingdom is characterized by heterotrophic eukaryotic organisms that are multicellular and their cells lack cell walls. They directly or indirectly depend on plants for food. They digest their food in an internal cavity and store food reserves as glycogen or fat. Their mode of nutrition is holozoic, meaning by ingestion of food. They follow a definite growth pattern and grow into adults that have a definite shape and size. Higher forms show elaborate sensory and neuromotor mechanism. Most of them are capable of locomotion. The sexual reproduction is by copulation of male and female followed by embryological development. Salient features of the various phyla are described in 4. Chapter 2.6 Viruses, Viroids, Prions and Lichens in the Five Kingdom classification of Whitaker, there is no mention of lichens and some acellular organisms like viruses, viroids, and prions. These are briefly introduced here. All of us who have suffered the ill effects of common cold or flu know what effects viruses can have on us. Even though we do not associate it with our condition, viruses did not find a place in classification since they are not considered truly living. If we understand living as those organisms that have a cell structure, the viruses are non-cellular organisms that are characterized by having an inert crystalline structures outside the living cell. 
Once they infect a cell, they take over the machinery of the host cell to replicate themselves, killing the host. Would you call viruses living or non-living? Viruses means venom or poisonous fluid. Dmitry Ivanovsky in, 19, in 1892 recognized certain microbes as casual organisms of the mosaic disease of tobacco. These were found to be smaller than bacteria because they passed through bacteria-proof filters. M.W. Bijarinik in 1898 demonstrated that the extract of the infected plants of tobacco could cause infection in healthy plants and named the new pathogen virus and called the fluid as contagium vivum fluidum, meaning infectious living fluid. W.M. Stanley in 1935 showed that viruses could be crystallized in crystals consisting largely of proteins. They are inert outside their specific host cells. Viruses are obligate parasites. In addition to proteins, viruses also contain genetic material that could be either RNA or DNA. No virus contains both RNA and DNA. A virus is a nuclear protein and the genetic material is infectious. In general, viruses that infect plants have a single-stranded RNA and viruses that infect animals have either single or double-stranded RNA or double-stranded DNA. Bacterial viruses or bacteriophages, viruses that infect the bacteria, are usually double-stranded DNA viruses. The protein coat, called a capsid made up of small subunit called capsomers, protects the nucleic acid. These capsomers are arranged in helical or polyhedral geometric forms. Viruses cause diseases like mumps, smallpox, herpes, and influenza. AIDS in humans is also caused by a virus. In plants, the symptoms can be mosaic formation, leaf rolling and curling, yellowing and vein clearing, dwarfing, and standard growth. Viroids In 1971, T. O. Diner discovered a new infectious agent that was smaller than viruses and caused potato spindle tuber disease. It was found to be free RNA. It lacked the protein code that is found in viruses. Hence the name viroid. The RNA of the viroid was low molecular weight. Prions. In modern medicine, certain infectious neurological diseases were found to be transmitted by an agent consisting of abnormally folded protein. The agent was similar in size to viruses. These agents were called prions. The most notable diseases caused by prions are bovine spongiform encephalopathy, BSE commonly known as mad cow disease in cattle and its analogous variant, C.R. Jacob disease, CJD in humans. Lichens Lichens are symbiotic association that is mutually useful associations between algae and fungi. The algal component is known as phycobiont and the fungal component as mycobiont which are autotrophic and heterotrophic respectively. Algae prepare food for fungi and fungi provide shelter and absorb mineral nutrients and water for its partner. So close is their association that if one saw a lichen in nature, one would never imagine they had two different organisms within them. Lichens are very good pollution indicators. They do not grow in polluted areas.